It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it, and with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable, and one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away, but what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling the grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold it's time to tailgate here are jeff and pat all right welcome into another podcast pat dooley going solo again here on wruf Hopefully you guys can put up with me again for another day. I It's already been one of the best days of, I don't know, this year. It, it, what are we, 22 days into the year? So it's not, you know, it's the best day of my year. Because I got to meet Lito Shepard's daughter. And we talked a lot for a long time. And uh, Reagan Shepard, I uh, want to make sure that I acknowledge her. She'll be on the show that you just heard. Um and Nick, what's what's it called again? It's called ESPN WRUF Lab or something. Yeah, Sports whatever. Lab. Sports Lab. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to get that down eventually. I'll, I'll get to a point uh, where I will get that. But uh, we had great conversations, and every play that I brought up, she knew what it was. Uh, they were. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to get on on the podcast soon or uh, on the radio, whatever. But uh, I had an old number for him, and it wasn't working. So anyway, anyway, a lot to talk about, obviously, uh, in college football and mostly pro football. But look, I know that a lot of you uh, cared about this weekend and watched the games. But if you want to talk about Gator basketball, that's fine with me too. Uh, Monday um, is always the easy day for me. I always consider that the easy day of radio. Because on Monday, if you don't have anything to talk about, you need to get out of the job. But unfortunately for us, a lot of Mondays have been where we were had holidays. So we had to start on Tuesday. By the time you got to Tuesday, we didn't have much to talk about. We have a lot to talk about today, including the NFL. And I definitely want to go with that. But I want to start with the Gator basketball game and the win that they got. And look, it was not pretty. And it was not great. And it was not a 
huge win for them. Florida's still 0-6 against Power 5 teams. I'm sorry, against Quad 1 teams. Now, those things can change, but it doesn't look like any of them are. FSU just keeps losing. Pitt, I think Pitt got a win, big win this week, but it's, it, they still aren't there. So the Quad 1 record is 0-6. The Quad 2 record is, 0, is 4-0. They're winning games you know, that are important, but this was an important game because you can't lose it. And I hate to I hate to go Doug Dickey on you. You know, you have to avoid losing sometimes. And that's what Florida did. I will tell you, during the game, there was a point, and we had people over, and it was a fun weekend. Um, we had people over Saturday, but they, were, they weren't there to have fun. They were there to help Karen redecorate our house. So we ended up with a um, really nice <laughs> – I mean, these people should have uh, – Ann and uh, Ann Korluski and Shannon Newton uh, give you all credit in the world. You, what they did was incredible uh, to get our house uh, where Karen wants it. Clearly, it's not where I want it. Where I want it is there's one room, there's a TV in it, there's multiple TVs in it, and there's a bathroom. That's all I need. But Karen wants it nice, and I want her to have it nice. So, um, anyway, we are um, – so that the basketball game was interesting in that Florida, really in the first half, I thought was going to just dominate physically because they're bigger, and then um, they didn't. And they were up three at the half, and I, they made some big shots at the end of the half. But then ended up winning the game easily because, to be honest with you, Missouri's not good. There's a reason they're 0-5 in the conference. It's not, it's not like they invented 0-5. I mean, there's a reason. They just don't have enough players. They have got one player in Tamar um, Bates, who had 36 against Florida, and they couldn't stop him. And I don't know why they didn't get the ball to him on every play. If they had, they might have scored 100 points because they could not stop him. I think he went 13 for 18 or something on from the field, and they weren't like a lot of threes. It was just like driving. Uh, and that's what Florida's biggest problem is defense. That's why I don't have a lot of optimism going into this. However, I will say this. They're in position. They're in the position you want to be in. You had to win that game. If you lose that game, then you go right down the tubes in terms of that, in terms of the – and, again, we're only looking at Florida basketball in terms of the NCAA tournament. That's all we care about. I mean, it's all we care about, right? So – they're not there yet. They're they're far from it. I've said this a million times, and I'm not going to say any more. Uh, but they 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 got to win some big games. But here they're coming up. They're going to have a stretch here, and it started with these first two games, where they're going to have ten straight games where they go two 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 two, where they go two games away, two games home, two games away, two games home, two games away, two games home. I've never seen that before, but. It is what it is. You got to play the schedule that is laid out for you. But it was a good win for Florida, and I, I thought Micah 
Hang Lawton played really well, but again, it was against a team that doesn't have a lot of inside presence. Uh, look, Missouri's going to be really good next year. They've got a great recruiting class coming in, but um, they aren't good this year. You've got to get that win. You've got to win that game, or it's really going to be ugly. Um, so anyway, that was uh, that in basketball. Uh, let's get to uh, the NFL as well. Um, you guys, I, I'm sure you're all watching all these games and watching Jason Kelsey take his shirt off. And I don't did he take it off or did he, did he show up with it off? I I'm not sure. He might not have ever worn a shirt. I think although I did see one picture of him and Taylor Swift with a T-shirt where he was wearing a um, some kind of T-shirt, but it was very thin. Obviously, he had something warmer going into the game. But the thing that drives me nuts about um, fans, I guess, is how people are jumping all over and being so negative about Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey and all this other crap. Who cares? If you win it all, who cares? And if you don't win it all, who cares? You're making too big a deal about things that don't matter. They're fun. They're part of the entertainment process. It is a sport about entertainment. Now, I I happen to be a closet Chiefs fan, okay? Like, I like the Chiefs. I don't like everybody on the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think he's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play. Even though he doesn't have the greatest arm, but he's he's I I love the way he plays. So I'm prejudiced in a way, and but at one point last night, my my lovely daughter Kelsey was working on a project, which she's getting ready to start at five o'clock today, and I hope she does well. Um, but um, she was doing that, and I was like, I gotta watch this game. You know, I'm trying to help her, and I'm like looking out of the corner of my eye, which I don't even have a corner of my eye. I'm looking at the corner of my eye, and I'm like, hey, I think they scored. <laughs> um, I I like the Chiefs. I'm sorry. I hate that they do the tomahawk chop, but I love Mahomes, and that's part of the reason I like them. So we had that. We had the Buccaneers going for two in the stupidest situation I've ever seen. The dumbest call I've ever seen. Well, I don't want to say dumbest call ever. It was the dumbest call that day. You don't go for two down eight. You go for two after you scored the second touchdown. Then you go for the win. You don't go for the win before... You get a chance before you even get it to within a score. You don't go for two. That takes momentum away. It was dumb. And then Collinsworth is trying to explain the analytics to me, you know, on, not personally, but on the air. And I'm like, Chris, Chris, you're wrong here. I love you. You're wrong, though. You are dead wrong about this. But anyway, that that's my feeling about it. I don't know how everybody else feels. But, um, Certainly was an interesting um, weekend. I thought all the, all but the um, all but the Ravens game. The Ravens kind of blew it out open in the second half, and that was kind of boring. But the other games were all good. 
You know, I mean, San Francisco game was incredible at the end. It wasn't good up leading up to that because of the rain. I think caused part of the problem there. But when they got to the end, it was, um, you know, it was exciting. I was, I was, you know, like mesmerized by it. But that's what playoff football does. Okay, we can talk about that. We can talk about the Gators getting the recruits that we told you they would get on Friday. Um, and, um, again, making their class a little better. And I think I, 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 I will say this, and I've said it to a lot of people, and I think I said it, may have said it on this show. I think Florida's, class, Florida's roster next year will be the best roster they've had since probably John Grenard was here. Houston Texan starter. Got those kind of guys. Those they had those kind of guys then. They had they've gotten them on a lot of them on the portal, but this team I think has got to now the best roster Florida's had in the last five years doesn't mean they're going to win a lot of games. And that's part of the problem that Florida has. As you you look at the schedule, you look at who you got to play, you got to look look at other teams that are getting greater best uh great players from the portal. You know, I I saw where at one ranking had Florida 13th in portal and I'm like, well, I don't know, is it that bad?" I think Manny Nunnery coming back, deciding to come back here, was important for Florida. But the bottom line is, you, it, it's just a unbelievable deal that that you have to deal with in college sports. I would not want to be like if you were offering me jobs, I would put college football head coach. Just below or just above guy who has to put shingles on the roof in, in the summer. You know, I mean, college football head coach, the stress, the what you have to deal with every day of your life is would be too much for me. Again, I'm an old man, so it, it does seem to be worse for me than it does for most, most people. But I, I, I just could not imagine. I, I have a hard time dealing with the stress just doing radio here, just doing the podcast here. Anyway, all right, so that's how we're going to start the show. But if you guys want to get in, look, we had a great show Friday. We had a lot of callers, and a lot of them, some were, were pro Pat Dooley and some were anti Pat Dooley. And that's fine. That's the way my whole life has been, including in my marriages. But the the point is, if you um, if you want to call in three nine two eight two five five is the number to call and get a take on what what do you think Florida saved their recruiting class? Which I don't buy. You got two players coming in from the portal that are big time. You know, I mean, they're four star guys. But th- does that save your recruiting class? Was it ever in need of being save, saved? Saving. I almost said saving. That would be a great word. Saving. I'm going to invent that word. All right. So we'll take a break. We'll come back with more on the tailgate. Again, Jeff Cardoza not here today. He's coming back from his vacation. He'll be here tomorrow, and I can't wait to see him. 
I would say hopefully he has a tan, but I know better because he's got, you know, the skin issues and being a, you know, fair-haired redhead. He's the Conan O'Brien of this show. So let's get a break and we'll come back with more of the tailgate on ESPN. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Matt Quateraro. The Gators women basketball team returns to the hardwood after almost a week off with a home matchup against Mississippi State. Both teams are looking for a crucial SEC win as conference play rolls on. You can tune into coverage right here starting at 6.40. The reigning national champion Gators men's golf team resumed action in Jacksonville on Monday in the Pablo Creek Collegiate Cup. Florida currently holds a three-stroke lead over the Jacksonville Dolphins. Switching over to the NBA, the Orlando Magic play host to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Magic hope to get back in a groove, but will have to do so against a red-hot Cavs team that has won seven straight. In high school hoops, the Williston and Chiefland boys teams face off, as well as Newberry and Bell. Meanwhile, in girls hoop, Chiefland and North Marion go to head-to-head. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarteraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Gator Nation, how you doing? This is Jamil, owner of the Mealy Pop Shop, Gainesville's home for collectibles of all sorts, including every single type of sports card. Will it be Panini, Tops, Leaf, Upper Deck? We have it. Come on in, get yourself a box, a pack, get yourself some supplies, get into our breaks, get your Pokemon, get your Yu-Gi-Oh! All the other different kinds of TCG products that we carry in shop are always fully in stock. You can find our stuff on our website as well, mealypops.com. That's another way you can interact with the store, or you can just come into the shop. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Stop on by. We're open every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And you can check us out on our social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, whatnot, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We'd love to see you. Come on out to the shop. Have some fun. We're located off 39th Avenue by I-75 behind Walgreens and Sunnies. Be a part of the card community here in Gainesville. And always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. I don't know cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah, exactly. okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself, and I gave him a call, and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. 
Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoso and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back to the tailgate. Again, Pat Dooley going solo today, like I did Friday. Friday was exhausting, although I did afterwards meet my wife at the um, at Ballyhoots. We had a great time there. There was a lot of people there that we knew that, coincidentally, we all bumped in together. So it was a great time. So... Uh, Friday was not a bad day. It was a bad day when I was like losing my voice, which I'm starting to lose again today. But again, doing a podcast, doing this, I'll, I'm going to hang in there as long as I can. I hope I can do the whole thing. I think I can do the whole thing. But hopefully, your the callers will uh, jump in, and we'll be able to do a, a long show, two hour show. Okay, let's get Mike, who's first up. What's up, Mike? Hi, Pat. Hey, what's up? How about those Detroit Lions? Yeah, you know, Detroit is a team where I, when I watch the um, Hard Knocks sing on the Lions the first year, I went, wow, this is going nowhere. And Mm -hmm. I was, and a lot of people, a lot of people in um, the media will tell you I was dead wrong about Dan Campbell. Dead wrong. I, I don't think any of us saw this coming, and uh, good for them. No. And I, I, pre- I It's not like I don't like him. I just thought it was just like too much over-the-top bull crap. But it turns out it worked. Well, I'll tell you one thing. These past uh, uh, playoff games that uh, Gale Goff has, has played, he's just been no fantastic. He's not turned the ball over yet. Yeah, Jared Goff is a, is a, one of the great stories. In fact, um, you know, being in the Super Bowl and then getting basically bounced, you know, mm-hmm. from your team uh, to for him to do what he's done. I thought it was co- kind of cool what they were talking about on the TV mm-hmm. how um fans started chanting his name uh mm-hmm. 3 hours before the game and yep. he he lets it he lets it calm him and get ready for the game. 
Now, I also want to say these past uh, two home games of Ford Field, the atmosphere has been electric. Well, I tell you what, um, here's the thing that I was thinking about today, and, and maybe I'm wrong mm-hmm. about this, but they were um, – when we talk about the expansion of the stadium and whether the stadium mm-hmm. should be uh, renovated or not, and then you look at this crowd of 66,000, you look at this crowd of 65,000, yep. and they right. they seem to be as loud as, as the swamp. I mean – Exactly. It's possible if, to be that loud. I think the thing, and I listened to Steve's show for a little bit today because I was driving in to do the podcast, and there's a lot of people complaining about, oh, we don't need to change it. It's, and there's other people saying it's a dump. And I'm like, you can do this thing the right way. And that's I, mm-hmm. I trust Scott Strickland to do it the right way. He's done a great job with anything they've done there in terms of uh, – you know stadiums, so we'll see uh, how, what they make it. If whatever they do, I I I agree with what a lot of people are saying, which is it still it needs to be renovated, but it doesn't have to be reduced. So you can reduce it to eighty five. You're going to be fine. Um, uh, about the the, the line, if, if most of Lions fans know, they've never never been to the. Uh, the Super Bowl game before that they got an opportunity to uh, beat the 49ers to achieve that the no, no milestone, so to speak. Yes, and um, obviously the uh, Bills will not be have a chance to lose another Super Bowl. Super Bowl so. Exactly. And that, that was a heartbreak yesterday against Kansas City. Yeah, you know, I, I say that I, I like when it went right wide right. I was like, "Oh my mm-hmm. god!" Immediately, my first thing was Scott Norwood, and of course, Jim mm-hmm. Nance had the great the thing. great call on it. You know, which but everybody was thinking that. Everybody was thinking that. Um, well, but you know, the bottom line is the they 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 did a lot of things wrong in that game, and they deserve mm-hmm. to lose. Uh, about the uh, the Lions game toward the end of the game when. Uh, Linebacker Derek, you no know, Barnes made an inception. It kind of reminded me of the Florida uh, Fourth State game, nineteen ninety seven, when we had yeah. an inception later yeah. game to the, the, the one o'clock out. Yeah, that was a big play, and um, it was. But obviously, um, you know, if they if they could just have stopped, can't. I I, I still go back to this. If Kansas City got the ball back, mm-hmm. obviously, even if they kicked the field goal to tie it. Mm-hmm. They got one forty three to go. Right. Mahomes is going to get him into field goal range. You're going to lose the game, right? So mm-hmm. I don't blame Tyler Bass for missing the field goal. I blame them for throwing the ball in the end zone twice at the end of the mm-hmm. game when all they needed to get was a first down to get closer. Even if they got closer, maybe it's a thirty yard field goal instead of a what was it forty four yard field goal. So. Oh, it was. I think yeah, it was so I blame that on the coach. And now there's this, there's like all this stuff on the internet. I don't know how much of it's true that they may get rid of their coach and hire Belichick. And I'm like, what the? And and now all of a sudden the Falcons are interviewing everybody that has a pulse. So that tells me that they Belichick said, hey, "It's my last resort. I may come to you, but you know I got to look at some other people." 
Listen, thanks for taking my call and go Lions. All right, appreciate your call. Yeah, uh, I I can't say go Lions. I was I was kind of watching that game and in the mid, I wanted the Texans to win only because, and I have no allegiance to the Texans, but I kind of wanted them to win because I thought, hey, you know what? This would be cool if C.J. Stroud got in the finals, but. Um, in the end, it, it really wasn't that big a deal to me. That that was the least uh, important game to me. I will say that. Let's uh, get another call in here. It is uh, Cattleman's up. What's up, Tennessee Mike? What's going on? Hey, hey, Pat. Happy Monday. Watching the snow melt up this way. Want some of that? It's seventy here. Okay. <laughs> Hey, Pat, throw a little content at you here uh, real quick. Um, first off, I was a little behind the curve on this um, new NCA investigation with uh, Rashada. And um, I just was uh, had a chance to educate myself. I read Mark Slayball's article, I guess, a couple of days ago on ESPN. He does thorough work, of course. And when I first heard the news, Pat, um, I kind of, let's face it, there's a trend in college sports overall, but I would say it's pretty fair to say Florida's been at the forefront of this trend of uh, not paying the buyout. And I got to wondering, because in every coach's contract, one of the first things in there is NCAA rules violations. Um, Could this be uh, a blessing in disguise? Could this be a way to get away from paying Billy his money, his buyout? No. Well, that's what I thought, too. At first glance, I thought, well, maybe uh, you would think they paid uh, Mullen his money, and he had he had an NCAA violation, and they paid him his money. So yeah, I, but I, I would you know a lot of times that's what schools use to not pay the buyout is is NCAA violations. They fire you for cause. And it would have to be a major one, and it, it's it's not. It's there's nothing much there to be honest. Well, with. reading the article there, a couple of interesting things. First off, I agree with you, uh, Pat. I would think there would be a huge lawsuit with Napier's lawyers because I don't see how you could even blame Napier on this. This looks to me to be a deal between the uh, boosters, it's, it's the an collective. An, it's an NIL and, thing. And yeah, if, I'm, if I'm Napier and you guys try to pop him for cause and not pay him his buyout, no, I'd say, hey, man, no. I had nothing to do with this and I want every penny. Hey, look, would, hey, look they're not going to pop him unless he doesn't win games. It's just like Bill Self. I mean, Bill Self and all these other coaches that cheat. And and, and they, I'm not saying Billy Napier was cheating, uh, but but all these coaches that cheat that don't get fired because they're good at what yeah, they do. So who cares? Right, right. They well, he, well, that's how Pruitt didn't get his money. He got fired for calls for NCAA violations, and that's in pretty much every coaching contract. Yeah, you look for that. You look for that when you want to get rid of a guy if if he's violated rules. But I don't think this is that's the situation. <laughs> Well, yeah, Look, it, Billy it is, Napier is if, if Billy Napier is still the coach next year at this time, it'll be because he won more games yeah. than he won last year. Yeah, I, yeah. Thanks for cleaning that up for me. It's just kind of hard for me to see how you could finger Napier on this when this looks to me between no. Gator boosters and Rashada. And one other thing boosters, on that, Pat. Yeah. Damn, four years, thirteen million dollars. You boys weren't playing, were you? Who are you talking about? Because that's what the deal in Slayball's article. He says the deal was for Rashada four years, thirteen million dollars. Well, that's what the rumor was all along, and I, I assume it was true. But it was stupid. Um, I, I will say this: Ohio State paid thir- is paying thirteen million dollars for its class this year. This year, 
So, yeah, well, a lot of these dudes, I mean, have benchmarks they have to hit along the way. But the way Slayball read, it was like for him alone, four years, thirteen million dollars. No, I, no, I, I don't dis, I don't know that that's untrue. However, you might have paid him a million the first year, and then if the second year you might have paid him two million, and then if he made all SEC, you would make him this, and then if he transferred, you yeah. had to pay him. So I, I don't. That's yeah. not the problem. I, I, yeah, I don't, no, you're right. I was just going to say $13 million knocked me back when I saw that number. The word, most people But does it not knock you back when you see that Ohio State's paying $13 million for their class? Just no, for their class. Uh, Pat, Pat Nico up here is going to get $8 million. I just I thought, damn, that's a long way from $8 million, $13 million to Rashada. We're talking about one dude. We're not talking about a class here. I, 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 I think it was all NIL um, conversation. No, no. Have you read Schleybaugh's article? No, and I, and I won't. Well, you, well, I'm you know I don't think you ever question his accuracy. Today. It's no, all I love him. I love the guy. He's one of my I, best. I friends. just wondered if a buyout, you know, fire for cause and not pay the buyout, if Napier would be exposed on a, on a, on this with Rashada. I think the problem is that um, they need to get rid of uh, Bruce Pearl. All right, let's go to the to a break. We got to do that right now, and uh, we will do that. Don't I'm not going to let him get to me, uh, but. Uh, Let's go to a break, and we'll do that, and we'll come back with more here at WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We all expect quality in our service providers. The word itself means the degree of excellence of something. Now throw in the word plumbing after that, and it would mean the excellence of plumbing. And that's exactly what our community has been getting for nearly four decades from the fine folks at Quality Plumbing. Now you can always spend time and money trying to fix things yourself, or you can call the professionals at Quality Plumbing and get it done right the first time. Quality Plumbing since 1984. Their name says it all. License number CFC 043. Well, we made it to a new year, and that makes some of you happy and some, well, not so much. But if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever, then why not ring in the year the right way? Oaks Jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner, and the prices, well, let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow. And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones, gold chains in all lengths and sizes, and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd 
right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Tonight will remain mostly cloudy with a slight chance of a shower, not as chilly, lows in the mid-50s. Tuesday, mainly cloudy. Warmer high temperatures will reach the low 70s with a stray shower possible. Tuesday night, mild lows in the low 60s. Wednesday, even warmer. Highs expected to reach the upper 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist William Maxim. The Gators are here. Drive and kick in the corner. Three, Richard. Good, good, good. Got it to beat the buzzer. Sinks, catches, pump fake, shoots, banked it in and won. This is Gator Country. Throws out wing left. Google for three from the sideline. Good. Deep three is splashed home. This is Florida basketball. Chop this one up for the Gators. On the Gators Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we are back here on the tailgate. I mentioned earlier in the show that I got to meet um, Lito Shepard's daughter here. Uh, she was waiting for the uh, the students to get done, the two to four show that they do. And I still can't remember the name of it, but the lab, right? I'm just going to call it the lab. Is that good? Nick, Sports Lab, but I'm just calling it The Lab. They should call it that. They should come up with a name like that, The Lab. All right, so The Lab, she was waiting to, uh, you know, she was paying attention to it. She's a senior here, I think. She's getting ready to graduate. And so it was so cool to meet her because I am, Lito Shepard is in my top five Gator players of all time. And so I started talking to her about all these plays, and I was thinking about what is the best Lito Shepard play. And I was like, and so everyone I told her about, she knew because her dad had shown her to her. But I'm trying to decide between the pick against Georgia that he ran back to the nine that was an unbelievable run back or the punt return against uh, South Carolina. If you want to weigh in on that, and then we'll 
because believe me, I'm uh, hopefully because I've got a connection now, I can get him on my podcast and we'll ask him about that. All right, let's get to the phones. Woody's up first. What's going on, Woody? What are you doing? Hey, Pat, how's it going? Good. Trying to get my uh, phones lined up here. Here we go. Okay, now I'm good to go. Go ahead, Woody. Yeah, so I, I have you know a good off season topic, um, and and what caught what caught my mind was last week I heard some a lot of discussions about Gator media and Gator fans. Yeah, and and uh, you know you had made the point which I agree with that that some of the negativity from Gator fans bashing the program. Uh, it is not, it's not doing any good, and it's doing harm. But on the other hand, you also defended to a degree the Gator media boys who do the same thing. Um, and my, so, my point is they don't have an agenda. That's my only point. They don't have an agenda. They're not out to get Florida. There were, there were guys in the past that ha- were out to get Florida. I don't think anybody right now is out to get Florida. They just have to do their jobs. So my so my theory on it is I don't think I, I I think there's a little bit of bitterness about the lack of access. Oh, and totally, and, yeah. And I think so. It's not that they're not being objective, or or that they're they're making things up. It's more that that they're taking the negative bent instead of a positive bent, and 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 instead, or maybe instead of a more neutral bent. And so, but it's uh, that way. I mean. The, the the guy who was calling in that was the most complaining about it was saying it doesn't happen in Georgia. They've got less access than they do at Florida. It's it's terrible. This is the way it is in um, pretty much everywhere in the SEC where you don't have any access to players. You just don't. And And I know that a lot of people have been talking about that lately. That how you can you can't say we want you to be part of the collective and not give anybody any access unless you spend money, and that's part of the problem I think in college football. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're, I, I guess your point is that it's like this everywhere, um, and we just have to kind of. I think it is. I'm not, but again, I I'm not everywhere. I'm only here. Yeah, and I think that I, I, my biggest problem or my biggest gripe, and, and and look, I you know it's not all sunshine and roses and everything's great, but I do think the me, the negative the negativity that comes from the media amplifies like it's it's a bit, they have a bigger megaphone than anyone else, and I think oh, yeah. it, does shape, it shapes the narrative. And I think you know th- th- there are there are some that are more positive than, than others, but but and I listen to a lot of it. And but I would say that the general tone is very negative, and I don't know I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it's like I said, lack of access, bitterness, if it's whatever. I can't imagine it's this. They're out to get the program, but um, I don't know. I just I. I but Woody, let me it, let it, me it, ask you this: Back in the yeah. '90s, did you feel like there was a negative? The media was negative. Back in the you know, no, because no. Back then, they were negative towards Ray Goff. You know, they were. I mean, it, it was terrible at Georgia if you were covering them. So I think it depends. I, I I do think that media, and again, I'm not. I don't consider myself part of the media, even though I do this show and I do write a little bit here and there, and I do the podcast. But I don't consider myself part of the media because I'm, I'm not doing the daily coverage. But I think that the lack of cover, lack of access, like you said, and you combine that with three straight losing seasons, that's where it comes from. 
yeah. And there's some, and, and, and I don't know if it's more, when I uh, when I hear people like, Jeff seems more on the positive side, right? Like he's glass half full. I don't know if He's positive about everything. He's he's coming back from Jamaica right now, and he's positive about the fact their flight got delayed somehow. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how he's going to do that, but he's going to do it. And I don't know if that's partly because he was a player, because Shane, Shane's similar. Like, I think Shane defends the program more, and I don't know if it's because of their mindset or because they were players or what, but it, it does seem like some of the, the beat yeah. writers, right or wrong, it, 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 the columnists, columnists, or maybe just had that more negative bent. And I, I don't know, I don't know what's driving. I guess is my my point. And I, don't, you know, anyway. Well, I yeah. I mean, l- let me tell you what, Woody. I don't have an answer to that. Why people perceive it as negative, or whether it is really truly negative. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that because uh, all I did was, but my, you know put my fingers on the keyboards and typed uh, that's all i did i worried about i wouldn't i would just try and do the best job i could but yeah i um, will say you're you you're very balanced like i don't think you're a, a sunshine pumper but you're also not you know this program's you know uh, uh, you know there's no momentum and and you know it's a downward trajectory and and everything's going wrong you know i think i think you're pretty balanced in that and 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 so i i, I you know kudos for that but yeah, I mean, and that's I, and the I best compliment I've gotten I, today. <laughs> well, there you go. I, so I did one of the podcasts I did listen to, and I, and I won't name any names, but it, it was pretty recent, and it was like, you know, there's zero momentum in the program since since you know nothing coming out of signing day or the transfer portal, and the trajectory is is only negative, and you know, there's been nothing positive the last three months, and you know, all of this stuff, and it's like they have a list of, of the low points for Napier and, and like that, that Ernest Graham tweet was at the top of the low point list. So it's never anything like there's, do they have a list of the good things that have happened? It'll, it seems like everything kind of gets bent toward let's talk about all the negative things that are happening instead of the positive. Um, and, and that for, for me, that's, that's the biggest, because it, it does seep into the Gator fandom. And, you know, I have, you know, my, my brother's a, a, a big Gator fan and, and he kind of gets sucked into that, you know negativity and you know yeah there's no know. doubt like, I just yeah. feel like and I don't have a solution for it it's more I I, I guess I, I I wish that there was more positivity around the program and that yeah you can't you know look three straight losing seasons not going to a bowl things aren't great but things it's not the end of the world either and I think there are some positives that sure. you know sure. we, we could be looking for so well I think you anyway. hit it right on the head you you likened it to NIL and we have no answer for that. I don't think we have any answer for what's going to happen with Florida football going forward. We hope it's going to be better. I mean, I do. I mean, I went to school here. I, I want Florida to be good. It's more fun when they're good. It's more fun to talk about them. But, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of negativity that's come out lately. Hopefully the the, the everything they've put together – Building towards this third year is going to show up on uh, Saturdays. Yeah. One last question for you, because th- this crossed my mind, too, and you might have, you might be in a unique position to be able to answer this. When you, on your podcast, when you talk negatively or when you talk about negative things, do you get more, um, what do you call it, traction or listener? Like, I'm, I'm wondering how much of it is that, you know, you hear clickbait kind of stuff but but is there something to people listen more or you get more engagement 
when you talk about the negatives than when you talk about the positives. Could that be part of the, you know, I don't want to say agenda, but. No, the, Woody, uh, I, 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 I always, I, I'm, I always just give my opinion. I always just say what I think and what I, you know, and look, I, I will say this. Since I started the podcast, I react more as a fan than as a journalist a little bit. Uh, but uh, no, I, and I don't get any feedback from it from other people, from the UAA or anybody else like that. I just say what I think, and um, a lot of times it's what a lot of people are thinking. But um, I'm not trying to be negative. I want Florida to be great. I want them to be good. I want Billy Napier to succeed. I think all of us do. We all want Billy Napier yeah. to be the best coach in the history of Florida football. That that will be almost impossible, right? I mean, he's not going to go help. by Spurrier and Urban. It's, it's not going to happen. So yeah, I, I just think we can help as fans and as media I and journalists, agree. and 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 that's our job in this. So um, anyway, I appreciate the time today, and uh, and and enjoy the rest of your Monday. Woody, great call. Appreciate you. Alrighty. All right, it. man. Bye-bye. Appreciate you. Let's get Porter in here before we have to take a break. Porter, what's up? Hey, I came in a little bit late. You said you don't consider yourself a media, and you're talking about now as opposed to when well, you're yeah, with the sun, no, not right? now. I mean, it's 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 a fine line. I mean, I, I like I'm not a fan, but I'm 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 kind of a fan, but I, I I still go have a credential and I still go to games and I I do a lot of media stuff, but I I don't consider myself the same way I did when I was a, in a uh, newspaper. Because when you're in a newspaper, okay, yeah, there it's a different realm. That's that's what I would put it that's at. What, that's what I figured. I just want I just want to clarify that. Um, if if you're trying to, uh, you know, what makes someone a media? I was, we were talking about this the other day. Um, if you've had to try, is it is it if you get your paycheck from me or is it? Uh, you mentioned credentials. Is it if you, you know, have press media credentials? Or what, what do you think today's today? It's just all different. So I just kind of wanted what, what, what yeah. do you use to no, con- I, it's, to me, media as opposed to not media. For me, I get my paychecks from a lot of different people. So I I I, I don't think about how I am I a media member or not. I just try to use the same principles I've always used. That's that's the bottom line. I try to do it the same way I've always done it. Okay, fair enough. I was just curious. We were talking the other day. We 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 covered the XF, the Orlando Rage XFL, on the road, and I think we were about the only people. But it we were media, but it, it, it was just a purpose to go up and visit a friend of ours in Tennessee and go to go to a, a Tunica. You know, it wasn't for me. But right. We were there. We had we gotcha. had press credentials, and we were there covering the XFL road uh, road football games. Well, I can tell you some media. I can tell you some horror stories about when I was. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to do that today. Yeah, I'll wait till tomorrow. Oh, that. it's pretty cool. Um, well, I was going to give a Lido Shepherd memory, but then as I'm sitting there waiting, I was like, I think you got it backwards. I'm pretty sure it was Keon Ratliff. Wasn't it Keon Ratliff who re- returned two punts back to back right before the, um, I think it was Kentucky game um, for touchdowns all the way? Or was no, it was Quez. Like, you know? Quez, he did that. Was Quez? I thought. Yep, it was Quez. Geez, I thought it wasn't. Okay, two well, straight, two straight punts. He ran back, and the second one, he had asthma, so he he basically was telling guys, "Get away from me! Get away from me!" After mm-hmm. he ran it back, um, uh, Kiwan was great. Uh, Lido was great. I mean, all three of those guys were unbelievable punt returners um, and great players. I mean, all Spurrier guys. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it, 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 everybody said that the, the, the worst made no sense decisions was Tommy Tuberville going for fourth down, a fake punt. And it was like fourth and 15. He was like at his own 15-yard line. Yeah. And even if he yeah. didn't see it, yeah. all he wanted to do, it was, it was going to yeah. be halftime. And like, I was like, yeah, the only reason he did was he didn't want to, he didn't want us to run it back for a touchdown. All right, we got to get a break here to Later, finish thanks. off this hour. Thanks, Porter. Uh, the one that I remember always is Lido against South Carolina because it was the last play of the half, and they punted it for some reason. Didn't punt it out of bounds, and he ran back like 60 yards for a touchdown, and Lou Holtz's expression on the sideline was classic. we got to get a break. We are so far behind. Hopefully we can get one call in. If we can't, we'll we'll get all you – I mean, the phone lines are lit up. We'll get to you. Uh, Nick's working it hard. Uh, we'll be back here on the tailgate on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quateraro. The Gators women's basketball team returns to the hardwood after almost a week off with the home matchup against Mississippi State. Both teams are looking for a crucial SEC win as conference play rolls on. You can tune in to live coverage right here starting at 640. The reigning national champion Gators men's golf team resumed action in Jacksonville on Monday in the Pablo Creek Collegiate Cup. Florida currently holds a three-stroke lead over the Jacksonville Dolphins. In high school hoops, the Williston and Chieflin boys teams face off, as well as Union County and Palaka, while in girls hoops, Chiefland and North Marion go head-to-head. Switching over to the NBA, the Orlando Magic play host to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Magic hope to get back in a groove, but will have to do so against a red-hot Cavs team that has won seven straight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quartararo. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down, so come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. There's not many of us out there that really like going to the doctor. Well, I do want to tell you about a doctor that's amazing and essential for our everyday lives. It's the docs at Auto ER. A proud partner of the Florida Gators, they make you feel comfortable, don't take a lot of your valuable time, and most importantly, they'll always find the problem. With five locations around town, they'll proudly serve families and drivers like you across Gainesville, Alachua, Jonesville, Newberry, and High Springs. And as they love to say, it's for the life of your car. Check them out online at theautoer.com. It's an ER you'll actually like going to. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Wow, we're running low on time for the first hour. Let's get to one more call. David, what's going on, David? How you doing? We got about two minutes. Oh, uh, well, okay. 
Well, kudos to the new show. Uh, what they, do they call it? The, uh, they call it the lab. Um, yeah. Students, and I think that's great. Here we are. We produce great journalists, and we don't have to hear them until they're doing it for ESPN somewhere. We're going to hear them now. And uh, was this their first show today? No, they did one uh, Friday, second show. So they're going to do, they're going to do Mondays and Fridays. It sounds like. Yeah, it beats uh, it beats the um, alternative, which I think you know what it is. No, I like that show. They're going to do that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. No, they're going to do it Monday, Friday. No, no, no. <laughs> the alternative. The alternative will be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm not going to mention his name. Oh, he's pretty good. Pat, you're gross. That's, uh, no, he's <laughs> not. He's not. He is constantly bashing the Gators, so I'm not going to okay, be a fan right. of that. Uh, yeah. He does. He does. Uh, I tend to agree with, with uh, Woody a little bit. I do think it's a little different than when you had to produce your columns. I think that there's so much competition in the – media that follow Florida that you just got to get clickbait. You got to get people to go on your, uh, on, and you got to talk about something on your podcast. You're, you're just have a history that has a different kind of credibility than your, a lot of your competition. So your podcast, you could get, you could get real voices of Gator stuff, but you've got your own negative streaks. Of, I know that. Um, and, uh, a lot of it comes uh, just being a guy who's been following Gator football since I was eight years old. Yeah, so. me and you both, and we're the same age, so or about. You're older. Um, you're an old guy. Well, uh, I am. I am the oldest person in America. No, just about. I'm, I'm close. Second, it's I'm me, second. and the, it's me, Biden, Trump. That's the way the, the way it goes. We're months apart. So a basketball note, I thought that uh, Micah did a pretty good job of getting in the game. He had a double, a double-double yesterday. He did. Which really important to us because he was struggling since he got hurt, I thought. Now maybe if he's coming into his own, it'll be good for us. Yep, absolutely. On Wednesday and Saturday, we got to have it. I hear the music. They want a break. Yep, we got to get to a break. Sorry, David. Appreciate you. Appreciate you for calling. You're absolutely right about me. I'm, I am a loser. Uh, but let's get to a break, and we'll come back and tell me. People can tell me why I'm not a loser here on WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 90. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Are you curious about QC Kinetics? Let me tell you what we do. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director at QC Kinetics. We treat people who have joint pain and we use your body's healing properties 
the things that you already have in you, in your blood, to heal your knee pain, your joint pain, your shoulder pain, your back pain. You have everything that you need in you already. The same natural process that heals a cut on your finger also works inside your body. And so what we do at QC Kinetics is take those healing properties, concentrate them down from your body and put them where they need to go. We are the experts in regenerative medicine. That's all we do. And best of all, there's no surgery, no downtime or harmful drugs. This is the future of medicine. And your consultation is completely free. Call QC Kinetics 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melden Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melden Law, we won't back down. It's a hard reality to know you're getting older. Believe me, I sit next to Pat every single day, but we all have to go through it. And with it comes some aches and pains with every single step. But the good part is the pains are fixable. And one quick stop into Titan MRI will get you going in the right direction. There's lots of us out there that think we can just handle pain or it'll just eventually go away. But what you may not realize, you could be ruining yourself for many years to come. I'm telling you, go see Joe and the crew at Titan MRI. Their entire mindset is finding out what you need to feel better and getting it to someone that can fix it. With an average scan time of just 10 to 15 minutes, you'll be back on your way, carrying on your day in no time. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in Gainesville, and their staff has more than 20 years of experience in the community. And they've been so good that Lake City came calling. They've got a place that is perfect up in Columbia County as well. Even your own doctors are bringing their families to Titan MRI. So get in front of those aches and pains and tell your doctor to refer you to Titan MRI. This program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Let's do it. It's go time. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. You know, if I'm saying something to you, I don't say to you, I'm going to say something to you, and then say it, I just say it. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore dueling. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here are Jeff and Pat. All right, we're back for the second hour brought to you by Melvin Law. They won't back down. Great sponsors of not only my podcast, but this radio show and our golf tournament. We love the people at Melvin Law. Let's see what Brian has to say today. What's going on, Brian? Hey, man, I I, I really enjoy your podcast, just to let you know. Thank you. Um, hey, listen, I, I'm calling to talk about Matt Baker. You know, he's the guy that sat there and said, I'll be here longer than Billy is, you know. No, I right? don't think it was him. I think it was Mark Long that said that, yeah. Oh, okay. But that again, um, that was yeah, but, that was a hot mic, and you say things on hot mics you probably shouldn't say. Yeah, um, but I, I have something. This has been going on since June, since they sent their notice to inquire over, correct? Yes, it was sometime this summer, yeah. yeah. 
it's just, you know, why does the media have to do that? Bring that out, bring that out on a on a big weekend. Where well, we, I think weekend. that's the day he found out about it. I don't think he saved it. I don't think he held on to it. You know, I think he. That's the day he found out about it, and I don't know. I, I've not talked to Matt about it, but I, I will talk. Get a, maybe get him on the show. I, I like Matt. I think he's a good person. I think he's a, a good guy. He's got no agenda against Florida, but um, certainly um, I, I, I know that he is, um, you know, what he came out with just when he when he got it was when he could report it uh, in in. It, in, in what he felt was an, uh, a perfect way to, to to drop it. But it, I don't think it had anything to do with what was going on that weekend. Oh, okay. I, I thought there were bad intentions there. but No, I know, don't think so at all. Just, Trust me on this. I, I don't think there's bad attempts. I, you know, I, I enjoy your podcast, but, you know, I, I there's all these other podcasts that are just so negative, so, so you know, sometimes I just I, I turn it off because, it's just so negative, you know. It's a, you know, when's Billy going to be on? Is he on the hot seat? Is he, you know, hey, he sat there and told us on the podium when he first got the job, it's going to be a process. And yeah. fans forget that, and media forgets that, and they just want to be quick to fire someone, you know. And well, it, it just, I will say the media has been a little rough, but um, the fans have been rough too. I mean, you're, you're yeah. absolutely right, Brian. I mean, I, 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 I agree that. Things could turn around this year, but they better. They better turn and, around and, this and, year. But but here's the here's the way to look at it. It's like you know it's you know what coach if we fired Billy, let's say in the middle of the season we fired Billy, what coach is going to want to come here after what we, after what we after four three and three four three and four uh, would would be the uh, years that coaches got here at Florida. That's not a good. Yeah, yeah. That's no, that's one not. reason I would stay with this to see how it works out. But um, right. But you know how it is with the Gator Nation, and they want results right away. They are raised on Spurrier yeah. and Urban. Spur, no, it's not even Spurrier yeah. and Urban. It's Spurrier and Tebow. That's what they were raised on. Yes, yes, exactly. All right. Well, y'all stay. Uh, y'all stay warm. I'm up here in Michigan, and it's freaking <laughs> cold. Well, hey. Gosh. Well, Let me tell you what. I'm sure it is really cold up there, but you're you're a, are you a Lions fan? No, I'm a Dolphins fan. Uh, well, so you can't even enjoy the Lions being in the uh, playoffs. Being no, in. I don't really care. I, I don't care. Everybody's going crazy up here. They think you know, <laughs> Jared Goff is. Decent. Well. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I will be rooting for the Niners this weekend. So if there's nothing to root for up here. Trust me. There's no golf. There's no nothing. No, and your basketball team so stinks too. Oh, I don't even know what basketball teams. Oh, the Pistons. Michigan. Yeah. Man. Yeah, but I, I, man, I'm telling you, what, there's nothing to do up here. So if it makes people happier up here, because it's, <laughs> it's, it is depressing. I saw the sun for the first time in a month yesterday. Wow. I saw yes. where they were. I think it was at the Buffalo game. They they were showing uh, that there was sun in the corner of the sky. You could see it, and they were like freaking out about it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, uh, how it is. that's Gainesville every day of the week, you know. <laughs> and I moved here last year, and it's like, oh man, it's like, what the hell did I move for? Brian, you made a mistake. You should have stayed here. I trust me, trust me. All right, 
Uh, have a good day. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate the call. Good call from him. Bernard, what's going on? Hey, Pat, uh, I couldn't wait to call you back. I want to go on record. Uh, I owe Matt Baker, apologize. I owe you a call Matt Baker, scumbag. I think because of politics, and I want to apologize that life of civility has creeped in all parts of a society. And hey, I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that. I, I really do. I, Not me. I, I don't care do. about what you call me a scumbag, but don't don't call my my friend Matt a, a scumbag. But I don't the, – the negativity over and over. I, I, there's a rush to be first and instead to get it right. All I see is all the negative. All I see, Billy Napier, is work with his head down, working, continuing to make this yep. roster. I better. agree. I agree. And, and now we have to uh, definitely coach it up this, uh, and, and tighten up the notes and both. This thing was a little too loose last year. So all areas, football, I'm sorry, defense, offense, and special team need to be hitting on all. I, I mean, we need to come out the gate firing. We got a quarterback that's been in college 20 years, and this is his second year in the system. When we line up against Miami, we don't need to be like we uh, can't see in the dog. We need to be aggressive and come with a plan. So I, I, I like the addition. I, I think people get caught up in ranking. I Maybe Florida's transfer ranking is not that high. But I think sometimes we, we got some guys, and maybe the guys that we got can be impactful i i think i i, I think i don't know what i think if you, you hit on some certain spots that you have a need and if these guys impactful that that can make the difference so i just demand that the negativity is the, the thing that uh gets me a lot of time it comes from uh friendly fire from my own gator fans i don't know oh, i know. like a lot yeah. of them want to uh tear the thing down for whatever reason yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of negativity out there and you have to deal with it and uh, i understand what you're saying but the bottom line is they this i said this before i think this will be the best roster they've had in five years okay does that produce wins in the schedule they're facing i don't know i don't know the answer to that and that's what billy napier has got to He's got to be a better game coach. He's got to do a lot of things better, but I think he can. I don't, I don't have any doubt in his. I don't have any doubt in his structural integrity. Um, I think he knows what he's doing, and but the question is, can he get it done here? And we don't know the answer to that yet. They've got better players. Can they get it done? We'll see. I do think that. Up, I do think they've updated the roster, and I, I think they could have. You know, you, now you need some good coaching to get these guys cross the finish line. You, yep, you know, they're absolutely. not they're not going to win no championship, but they can maybe. I think maybe good coaching can maybe the difference in two or three games on this upcoming schedule, and and that's what they need. Hopefully, the the, the change in the coaching staff and the, the food and nutrition. Will make a difference. Hey, you have a great day. All right, take care. All right. All right. I, I, yeah. Again, I'm not going to put a lot into the nutrition people because, look, it's not hard to figure out. Look, I will tell you a story about this. Okay, that Florida was playing Kentucky, and I, I think I've told the story before on the air. Florida's playing at Kentucky, and they had guys 
getting um, Deal Dash or not Deal Dash, whatever it is, the delivery service. I don't use it, so I don't know what the name of it is to get like uh, hamburgers and stuff in the middle of the night, and that's that, that negates everything you're trying to do uh, nutritional wise. So I I don't know that having better nutrition is going to help. I hope it does. I think everybody hopes it does. I think everybody who's doing these kind of things hope it does. But you never know. If if guys want to go eat hamburgers, you can't stop them from doing that. And plus, they got more money than they've ever had. Old Gator, what's going on? Tell me why guys shouldn't eat hamburgers. <laughs> I can because they're going to do it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, just uh, two things. I want to see just your opinion, Pat, if my perspective on a couple of things is too simple. Accurate, but maybe too simple Okay, if, if it's accurate. First of all, Billy Napier had a top five, usually number three, recruiting class for several months after they got some uh, June signing, most of the way through the season. And then it unraveled because of some defections. And if we're accurate in saying that's because of NIL money, that's not – I mean, yeah, ultimately you think he'll go with the head coach, but that's not because he's a bad recruiter. Yeah, yeah they got to step up, but um, he had the class kind of in place. I know they're not signed, but if it unraveled because of money, then I, that's I think, not I think it's a little bit of that. Well, I think a little bit of it was losing. I think they that, that, that other coaches – and I know this for a fact, we're using the fact that, hey, he's not going to be there after next year. You know that. Why do we want to go play for that? It's the kind of thing that coaches have used against Bobby Bowden when he was at the end of his career that that coaches were using against Nick Saban, which didn't work, actually. Well, but- it's... That's ironic. It just backfired on one player. He went because he thought Saban would be there. I know. And he came here thinking Billy's going to, I guess. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, I can't explain why players go anywhere. To be honest with you, I'm just I just well, see where they're we, going we, and we they're figuring out. Know, but but and the other know, thing and, is, and they're, they're, every player just, just like more reasons, more like, reasons. Like Florida got these two guys in the uh, that were committed to Texas and Alabama. Huge deal. Four right. star recruits. I don't know if they're going to be here next year. They'll be here this this following year i don't know if they're going to be here in 2025 i don't know if anybody's gonna be here in 2025 and that's the way college football has become and it's it's gotten out of control but it it is what it is and you have to you have to you're gonna have to look up everybody and see who they're playing for the when you get ready to start a college football season well it looks like there's and i have another question but it looks like there's three factors in players leaving and staying yeah. winning money and coaching stability yeah i think you're, I, I, I roll those well i, I would those i would and go that's actually not new except for the money i would say it goes i i think it goes money um i think it goes money nfl chances coaching relationships i think that's the the way okay. it goes and i will say this florida's relationships with these two guys that are coming in here from Alabama and Texas, that's the key. Caden Proctor went to Iowa, and I and, and and everybody's freaking out. Why would you go to Iowa? They don't even play offense in Iowa. The the offensive <laughs> lineman from Alabama. The bottom line is though, 
He was well. He's from Iowa, but the bottom line is they kept the relationship going with him. They didn't say, "Hey, what the hell are you doing? What's wrong with you?" Are you you're, no, they said, "Hey, good luck there. If you ever if you ever need us for anything, call us." I mean, to a point where you can say that to guys when even when they're playing. I saw where Caden Proctor said that coaches were tweeting him during the season when he was struggling and saying, "Hang in there. We're we're here for you if you need us." That to me is tampering, but it, there's no rules well, it, anymore. It, there's no rules, so who cares? Well, there, there's not there's not rules that are enforceable. Whatever yeah. the rules are, we yeah. don't even know. They're just not enforceable. Uh, well, I, I wonder thing on the I guess NIL and the investigation. This is another thing. This looks like from the surface. Here's what it looks like. It looks like okay, based on the Florida State punishment thing. Okay, your coaching staff can't have anything to do with facilitating NIL. But if NIL fouls up, your coaching staff's going to pay, and your school's going to pay. Right, they're going to pay the penalty, pay the price. Is that too simplistic? That's what. No, I think it's that, and that's not new. That's not new. No, but I, I will say this in the FSU case, and again, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying whether it was right or wrong what they gave them the punishment, but that was a coach being directly involved in a player and trying to get him with the NIL guys. And if they were doing that at Florida, then they should be punished for it. If, but if this was just the NIL versus, you know, and Rashada thing, and it was all the people that were in the NIL at the time, the, the Florida, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. Collective. Collective. Yeah. If that was, if it was that, then I think Florida's going to be fine. It, but if it was that Florida was trying to get people to do certain things, that's going to be an issue. So, and that was an issue at FSU, where where you had an assistant coach introducing him to an NIL booster, and that's not allowed. So, um, I we'll see what happens. I I don't think it's well, going to be a big you. deal uh, personally. Now, come up with one more. I hope not. one one more question. Right now, it's a black eye, but it'll heal up. I hope. Uh, hey, one more question in in light of that, Pat. What can the school do? As far and, and I'm, I have I have pretty good confidence that Coach Napier and Scott Strickland are, are trying to do things right. But what can you do as a coaching staff to facilitate NIL deal? I mean, what do you tell them? Hey, here's what our starting running back makes. Here's what our linebackers make right now. That you can expect this if you come. I mean, what can they do? Uh, there has to be some kind of coordination on the pricing. Well, that's the. That's what I my one of my beliefs is that there should be a salary cap for NIL, and I don't know how you're going to do that. I don't know if it's even possible. And I guarantee you, as soon as the NCAA would do that, they would um, basically come back and say lawsuit, lawsuit, lawsuit. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that question that you're well, asking. Well, my, my concern, my concern now, besides the obvious, it's out of out of control. Is there are patterns and and uh, pro- protocols being established now that if you take them away, you know when you take away a quote freedom from somebody, they usually they usually rebel and just keep doing what they were doing, and and that's what I'm afraid we're establishing patterns that are oh, hard I, to undo. Yeah. No, even, I, I even I, if we have rules, yeah, I think we're we're three to five years away from uh, just being a pro uh, semi pro league. I really do. Well, yeah, either either by a salary cap or by we got to make them employees. Well, I think that's what's going to happen. They're going to make them employees. Yeah. 
Well, look, I, I will say this. When I watch the Gators this year and other college football games, I, I don't, at least this year, I didn't think of the NIL very much when I was watching. I did think of the transfer portal a lot because uh, yeah. I had to study yeah. to keep up with the roster. Hey, you're really going to have to work on it next year. (laughs) Well, I know. We don't even even know. I will say one other thing. Billy Napier's in a situation, because they haven't won yet, it's almost every year is like year one all over again. Yeah. No, you're right. Appreciate the call, Gator. we got to get to a break. That's all all for today. Thank you. All right. Appreciate the call. we got to get a break. David and it says the Gainesville Cattlemen. I cannot wait to get this call. Believe me. It can't be well. I guess it could be bad, but it could, might be good. We'll we we'll be back after this break here on the tailgate on WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM 8:50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quateraro. The Gators women basketball team returns to the hardwood after almost a week off with a home matchup against Mississippi State. Both teams are looking for a crucial SEC win as conference play rolls on. You can tune into coverage right here starting at 6.40. The reigning national champion Gators men's golf team resumed action in Jacksonville on Monday in the Pablo Creek Collegiate Cup. Florida currently holds a three-stroke lead over the Jacksonville Dolphins. Switching over to the NBA, the Orlando Magic play host to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Magic hope to get back in a groove, but will have to do so against a red-hot Cavs team that has won seven straight. In high school hoops, the Williston and Chiefland boys teams face off, as well as Newberry and Bell. Meanwhile, in girls hoop, Chiefland and North Marion go to head-to-head. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quarteraro. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Pizza of Millhopper. As the year turns over, I just want to say thank you to our great customers for making 2023 the biggest and best year in Leonardo's 47-year history. Since 1976, we have never baked more than we just did, and 2024 will take us even higher. At Leo's, of course, we make delicious pizza, garlic knots, and salad bar, but we sell memories. Come in with your family and friends to relive old ones, make some new ones, and let us know that you heard me on the tailgate. Jeff, we keep getting older but Leo stays the same age. Well, we made it to a new year, and that makes some of you happy and some, well, not so much. But if you want 2024 to be the year that ultimately makes that special someone happier than ever, then why not ring in the year the right way? Oaks Jewelry is the perfect place to please your partner, and the prices, well, let's just say you'll say wow before she says wow. 
And if you're already past that part, Oaks Jewelry is still the place to make sure you can show her how much you really love her. They've got an array of other diamonds, as well as sapphires, emeralds, rubies, and other special gemstones. Gold chains in all lengths and sizes and earrings for every occasion. So don't procrastinate like you did for the last holiday. Plan ahead and pick out that perfect present she'll adore at Oaks Jewelry. I was in a car accident that ultimately resulted in the death of my best friend. I initially contacted another law firm and I thought I was confident in that decision. As time went on, I was at a loss. I eventually reached out to Melvin Law from a family friend who knows Carrie himself and I gave him a call and they completely changed everything for me. If we can help you, give us a call at 1-800-373-8000. At Melvin Law, we won't back down. Emergencies are awful and normally happen at the worst time imaginable. No one likes it when something unexpected happens, and more often than not, you've got to spend a ton of effort and time trying to fix it. But I want to tell you about a company that I've seen firsthand fix things, and they were fantastic. ServPro of Gainesville, Alachua County provides 24-7 emergency water restoration and dryout fire restoration, mold remediation, reconstruction, and that's just to name a few of everything they do. No matter your needs, everything is done to industry standards in the most thorough way possible. So there's no way you should call anybody else around because they can handle any size loss, big or small. Independently owned and operated, the ServPro crew will be there for you. So let them seize the job and ensure your emergency will be handled the right way. ServPro is the only official cleanup and restoration company of the Florida Gators. Coming in February, Florida Gator Baseball, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, if you don't know this already, Jeff will be back tomorrow. Just me today, and you guys have been awesome these last two days, Friday and Monday. Uh, great calls, great conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Let's go to uh, David's call right now. What's up, David? Hey, Pat, you mentioned Deal Dash. Isn't that what uh, James Winston did with the uh, crab legs? I think it was more stealing from Publix. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, he, he got a deal on Dash, so. <laughs> he got a deal, all right. You didn't have to pay for him. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, um, yeah, you mentioned the turnover, coaching turnover at Florida, and, you know, the potential 4-3-4, four, four, whatever. Are we really that much different than other programs around the country, though, as far as that goes? If you're not, if coaches aren't performing, they get rid of them. Well, I mean, I think that's been a flaw of a lot of coaching, a lot of uh, universities. You know, Tennessee, I think it's yeah. one, one reason to put them behind the bubble for a while. I think it's FSU. I think, you know, they, they couldn't. I've had quite a bit of turnover as well. Yeah, I mean, a lot of schools have had that problem, but um, it doesn't it doesn't make it right. I mean, you, you've got to figure yeah. out what you're going to do and – you got to get the right guys in there. You know, you get the get the right yeah. coach with the right. I, and I think that the people at Florida really believe in Scott Strickland, but he's going to have to win games. That's the bottom line. 
It's it's like with Todd Golden. I, I like Todd very much. He's got to win more games, though. And that game yeah. Saturday was nice that they won it, but it was against a team that hadn't won a conference game. So he's got to win some right. games against some good teams. You've got to get to where you're beating good teams to make you a good team. You can't just beat the crap teams. You got to you got to mm-hmm. beat the good teams. Yeah, I think uh, as far as Napier goes, I mean, I think if I think if if Strickland's here for two more years, I think Napier is going to be here for two more years. Um, I would agree with you on that. Yeah. 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 Um, well, but a so, lot is going to depend on what he does this year. Look, the the bottom yeah. line is Napier and Scott Strickland. It, a lot of it's going to depend on how they perform this year. And I'm not saying they've got to win and be in the playoff. I'm just saying they've got to look like a program that is going in the right direction. And they didn't last year. They didn't look like a program right. going in the right direction last year. Yep. Yep, true. Uh, and just one NFL uh, note, um, you know that. And what's your opinion on the on the rule? You know, when when they fumble the ball through the end zone, and and yeah. it, it turns out to be a, you know, they give a turnover to, you know, the other team gets on the twenty yard line. Do you think that needs to be changed? I don't. I don't know. What, how would you change it though? That's the thing. I don't have an, an answer to making that a better rule. So you can't if you fumble at the two yard or one yard line. And it goes through the end zone. Where would you put the ball if you kept it with the offensive team? You can't put it at the one. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would it be any different than when you fumble out of bounds in the field of play? It goes back. You can't fumble it forward, right? It goes back to where you fumbled it at. Yeah, but it's different when you fumble through the end zone. I. My thing. What if I was going to come why up? Why is with that it, different? <laughs> well, it is different. Why, why, it's why, different because the ball's in the end zone and it's a. Uh, I don't know. I I don't have a problem with the rule, but if I was going to change it, I would say the offense keeps the ball, but they have to move back to the fifteen. That would be yeah, my, or the twenty. I don't care. Move back yeah. to the twenty. Just it just seems like too, way too of a harsh of a penalty. Hey, look, you I was you know what I mean. I was rooting for the for the uh, Chiefs, and I was bitter when that happened. But I knew I knew the rule, and I knew the more I watched the replay, I go, oh, this is going to be. Buffalo's ball at the t- at the twenty yard line. There's no doubt about it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I've it's 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 I don't know. It's 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 a weird rule, and, it, <laughs> and but for, it, I don't know that it's wrong. I don't know that it's wrong. I think there. I I, I think they, it's something they're going to look at. I, there's no doubt about it. They, yeah. look, the good thing about that, yeah, I think the they NFL are. is they have that competition committee that sits down and. And they they look at all the rules and how things are going and how the trends are going and they oftentimes make changes. Yep. All right, Pat. Appreciate it. All right, David. Appreciate the call. Let's get the Gainesville Cattlemen. This is what it says on my my thing. Hey, Pat. How you doing? Doing good, man. Let's talk some tennis from Australian <laughs> Open. I'm going to give you my pro pick. <laughs> Because everybody thinks Joker's going to win his 25th, and I think that if he makes it to the semifinal, he's going to play the Italian Sinner, and Sinner's going to take him in five sets. Okay. I got that. I'll, I'm writing that down right now. I got a pad right Write it here. Down and, um, and let's talk a little NFL real quick. Um, so two, two missed field goals, which for all intents and purposes probably should have been made, 
and then two quarterbacks that throw interceptions on a first down play. That happens. I mean, how do you, uh, you you can't say that that that, that uh, the Bucks quarterback, I forget his name, Baker, played well if he threw an interception on first down. I mean, you can't do that. Now, the thing about Baker Mayfield is I've never really thought he was that good, but I thought he looked great in that game in terms of just the velocity on his throws and everything. But the bottom line is they were 9-8. and They're 9-9 and now, and you know what they're done? They're done. So I'm, I, you know, I think he got the, – the problem is Kyle Trask is never going to get a chance. It's like I, I said this to Karen, my wife, lovely wife by the way I said this to her I said Kyle Trash should get in the transfer portal because he's not going to play it at, at uh, Tampa Bay because Baker Mayfield's been lighting it up so he should get in the portal oh there's not a portal so who do you like in the Super Bowl now I gotta wait and see who's in it I mean I I I, I think it could be either uh, the Ravens or the uh, Chiefs and I think it could be either San Francisco and Detroit so I gotta see who's in it before I li- I know who I like my gut yeah, I'd, is that I'd the like, Ravens like are really the good I'd like to see the Lions but I just that's asking too much on the road I think well that's the question I have for people and again we're, we're running out of time here today but would you there's there's three things about the Super Bowl one the the uh, game you want to see, two is the game in the NFL wants to see, and three is the game that would be the best game, and there are all different answers to that. So who's the best game? I think the best game would be the um, the Ravens and the Niners because that'd be the one seed. Yeah. Uh, I the agree. game I want to see is the Chiefs against the. Uh, well, I, I would say Chiefs against the Niners, probably, because I, I, I kind of like Brock Purdy. I would like to see that game. The game that... Uh, yeah. So, I, I don't know. it. Look, I I can't I can't decide on who's going to be in the thing because they've got to play. they got to play the games. And then when they play the games, I'll, I'll know. Look, I, I picked all the uh, home teams this week. All four of them, and three of them won. So, um, yeah. you know, and the fourth one was they screwed it up. All right. Glad they did, though. Great show, guys. But thank you. Thanks, right, thanks. Gainesville Cattleman. Appreciate that call. All right. Um, I don't know that that's a name you want to take on. we got to take a break. we got to do that. Nick is telling me we got to do that, so we'll do it. We will be back, uh, PG and Ed. Hold on. We'll be right back with you here on the tailgate. ESPN WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. We all want to have fun, and with the sun, there are so many ways to do it here in North Central Florida. The problem is that stuff is so expensive nowadays, and just to get enough stuff to get it going is going to cost you an arm and a leg, unless you head to Play It Again Sports. Golf clubs, baseball bats, exercise equipment, disc golf, pickleball paddles, water sports stuff, bikes, and lacrosse gear are just a fraction of the things in the store, and you can get them at a fraction of the price. There's no need to buy new, and they've got a heck of a crew ready to help you with whatever you need. So don't let outrageous costs stop you from enjoying the outside. Head on over to Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Tonight will remain mostly cloudy with a slight chance of a shower, not as chilly, lows in the mid-50s. Tuesday, mainly cloudy, warmer high temperatures will reach the low 70s with a stray shower possible. Tuesday night, mild, lows in the low 60s. Wednesday, even warmer, highs expected to reach the upper 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist William Maxim. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. I came to the conclusion yesterday, last night, Patrick Mahomes is underrated. There's something about him when he takes the field, it feels like he's one step ahead. Now, he's not, but there's a looming presence of they've got Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we are back here. We got about 20 minutes left in the show. Going solo again today, but 
right now I've got one of the all-stars coming up here. PG is joining us. What's going on, Paul Gardner? What's up, man? Uh, I had a great time with you guys Friday night. I know. Those unexpected nights are usually the best. Yeah, I know. You know when you run into people wife. and you end up having a great time, it's one of the best. Yeah, and it was a little, little nippy out and a little warm. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, so I just, believe it or not, I was doing some thinking. and uh, Yeah, that's <laughs> hard to believe. Yeah, okay. I know, I know. <laughs> so listen to this theory. Or not, I don't know this theory, but so – you know, we, we look at the NCAA and we're like, man, they dropped the ball on this. You know, the whole NIL, all that. But if you look back, remember uh, Kirk Flood yep. um, with the Oakland A's? And, and back then in Major League Baseball, a player was owned forever by a, by yep. a team, right? And he challenged own- the reserve clause is what he did. Yes. Yeah. yes. And actually used the 13th Amendment, which was, you know, basically, you know, slavery – provisions right. and whatnot and, and they asked him they said well it doesn't seem like you're you know you're paid really well and he goes well a well-paid slave is still a slave you know there's no movement uh availability and that you know you see all these states jumping in now and i just for the transfer rules right being able to be portable right. as a player here's my thing. well the doj's now in the middle of it too they've, they've yeah. joined that suit so here's what i'm thinking so because we've allowed these collectives to now organize, you can you can that that's on the side. Collective bargaining would be with the schools and the players through contractual agreements. My my fear now is that you let these collectives get so strong that you know they're going to be on top of whatever the players get through co- through some type of collective bargaining employment status. You follow me? Yeah, so, I do follow you. Yeah, I, that's that's an them... interesting theory because and you, and I'm not saying you're wrong at, at all. I think you you may be right about that, but that is part of the concern I think a lot of people have with what's going on. Yeah, and then they're paid way more than they should get. And I think the players should get paid, but you know, if you bargain something that's really legitimate well, and they're getting paid, and then they get that on top, you always have a school trying to one up. I know. You know outside of the organization, and it's like, man. So, anyway, did you, um, you know, I know you like roster management. Now it's harder than ever, but you know, Florida's at like close to eighty-five, and that'll change again. But um, I just didn't know if you'd seen this, and, and some of the listeners had. But two four seven now does a composite ranking based on they haven't come out with the rosters that are set because that'll be after spring, but they'll they'll basically rate your class which is your recruiting class, like a 2024 class, and your transfers, right? And what is it? So Florida right now, with the transfers they've brought in, this isn't the net zero, the guys that they're losing, just what you're bringing in in 24. With the high school, the two new guys, uh, Sanders and and, uh, Grimsley that came from Alabama, um, they're 14th. If you take the high school, the number, which is like 21 high school guys, and then whatever it is, 9 or 10, basically like 30 guys. So – that's not too bad. You know, no. it's not where they want it to be, but, you know, I mean, 31 guys, they're ranked 14. Well, that's the, the thing, is, Paul. They're, it's not like they've not done a good job. They just haven't done a great job. And so no. when you're playing, but every week you're playing against probably one, five, seven, and 9, you know, yeah. uh, on those rankings. So, And that's just rankings that are 
arbitrary. So uh, I, I don't uh, – look, I think uh, – I've said this before, and I think you'll agree with me. This is the best roster they've had in a long time. And it's, it's a matter of how they coach it up and, and get it done. And that's what – with a, a diff, extremely, as you know, difficult schedule. Yeah. And, I, and you know, you got to think his culture – He's he's trying to get a team that buys in. That's going to help. Yeah. What well, he's hanging his hat on is yeah. the yeah. foundation. Um, last thing, getting I the right guys that, in there. Yeah, yeah, and that's hard now. But I will say this: you you hit the nail on the head. This team is probably, and I might I'll take this question off the air. Looking at it now, you might see three or four, five in and outs. You know, in spring. I mean, I, who knows now? You might see ten guys leave, and they bring ten more in. But let's just say it's five guys, and you get a couple top end guys, and you lose some other guys. It's pretty close. Do you? What would your net positive negative be on what they've lost and what they've brought in? The roster from last year to this year, guys that graduated went pro. Yeah, I would say on a one to ten scale. I think it's about a six. In other words, what they've lost versus what they brought in. Um, okay. Losing ETN is, is certainly, uh, I mean, it's a bad look more than it is a bad loss. Um, yeah. You know, Princely is a bad, but it's not, it's not going to de- devastate the program. And it's not going to make Ole Miss's program either. So I, think, I don't think they've lost anybody that was crucial um, and they brought in some guys that could help. So I, I think they're at a, at a plus right now, but it's it's barely a pl- plus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's not done yet. And I'd like to say it'd be a few guys, but, man, you don't know. You get through spring no, and all the time. You never know. You never know. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to change, man. You know what they're using now as the excuse for being being able to transfer? It, it's academic opportunities is the key word there and discrimination, and it's like, how many schools are really using it? I agree with that. I have kids, you know what I mean? I want them to get the best education. Right, That's right. what it's supposed to be about. But they're using that as, you know, you're going to get an opportunity from Auburn to Alabama. I, I just, you know, anyway, appreciate it, man. I, I appreciate you. Thanks, PG. Appreciate the call. Let's get Ed in real quick. we got about three or four minutes before we have to get a break. What do you got, Ed? Yeah. Uh, by the way, Auburn to Alabama is a net loss. Academically, but uh, <laughs> uh, I have an answer uh, to your question about the the fumble into the end zone. First of all, by giving the defense the ball in the twenty, you're assuming that they recovered it and and ran it out to the twenty before they got tackled, which is to me grossly yeah, unfair. See, I'm that, thinking, yeah, I agree with you. That part of the rule I don't like. I don't. I don't. I'm I'm not a big like you've got to change this rule in terms of. The other team gets the ball. I'm just saying they should get the ball where you fumble it. Yeah, like it was in the field of play, yes, and exactly. or, or put, give it to them on the five, and don't give or don't give the defense the ball on the twenty. Give it to them on the five. For it's, example, in that game last night, I would give them the ball on the one yard line and say, "You got the ball, okay?" Yeah. That and they would be happy with that if if the yeah, if they knew the rule with the rule if they changed the rule, they would be happy with getting the ball back on the one yard line. They were about to go down two scores. And that's why everybody's freaking out because they thought that was going to cost the Chiefs a game. And uh, but no, it was. Uh, I, I would put the ball on the one yard line. And say, hey, you you got the ball now. You, they fumbled the ball through the end zone. That that would be my rule change. That sounds good to me too. But uh, 
anything other than, than the way it is now, well, we know the NCAA isn't involved, so it can't get worse, I don't think. <laughs> but there's certainly got to be a way that they can tweak it some to make it a little more fair to the team that lost the ball, even though they didn't really lose the ball. That yeah, makes sense. I, I agree. And, again, when you have to go to um, – you're already going to um, the – you know, to the replay just to find out it, it was so close and everything. Okay, but when it happened, I went, "Oh, that could be the ball uh, um, on the twenty-yard line." But I, because I knew the rule. But I, I, when I thought about it, the more I thought about it, I go, "This is a dumb rule in terms of not in terms of who gets the ball, but in terms of where you put the ball." Absolutely. All right, Pat. Thanks a lot. Catch you there. Appreciate the call. We got to get a break. We will do that and we will uh, come back with more. We'll try to get one more call in. Jake's on the line. We'll get try to get his call in here on the tailgate, ESPN WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matt Quateraro. The Gators women's basketball team returns to the hardwood after almost a week off with a home matchup against Mississippi State. Both teams are looking for a crucial SEC win as conference play rolls on. You can tune in to live coverage right here starting at 640. The reigning national champion Gators men's golf team resumed action in Jacksonville on Monday in the Pablo Creek Collegiate Cup. Florida currently holds a three-stroke lead over the Jacksonville Dolphins. In high school hoops, the Williston and Chiefland boys teams face off as well as Union County and Palaka. While in girls' hoops, Chiefland and North Marion go head-to-head. Switching over to the NBA, the Orlando Magic play host to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Magic hope to get back in a groove, but will have to do so against a red-hot Cavs team that has won seven straight. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matt Quartararo. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Dr. Kim is so, she's spiritually and uh, personally and physically a beautiful person all the way around. That's what I admire most about her and that she's up on the latest techniques and everything that's going on in the field that I feel a lot of confidence, and, and I just, I enjoy being around her and talking to her. How about Dr. Art? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, that he stays so far ahead of everyone else technically. You know, you, you don't worry about what he's doing in your mouth, because it is the best. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. 
Take your Valentine's experience to a whole new level this year with jewelry, flowers, candy, dinner, and a flyaway romantic getaway. All courtesy of International Diamond Center. Nothing says I love you like romantic jewelry from IDC. From a simple pendant to an exquisite designer ring, we've got a fantastic selection of affordable, timeless gifts. And this year, with any jewelry purchase at IDC of $129 or more, we're giving you some long stem roses, some delicious chocolates, and a gift card for dinner from Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's one-stop shopping for all things romantic. And if you really want to take it up a notch, we're also giving away island getaways. Just spend $5,000 on jewelry and you'll get a $500 airfare credit for a Caribbean vacation. Spend $10,000 on our jewelry and get three nights, including airfare, at a tropical resort. On us, make this Valentine's one to remember. Let IDC help you with her jewelry, flowers, chocolates, dinner, and a romantic vacation. We've got it all. Happy Valentine's from International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we are back. Just to wrap it up, we got about six minutes left in the show. We'll get Jake, and then I got a couple things to say. Jake, what's up, my man? Hey, hey man, life's pretty damn good when your name's Mahomes and... Uh... Kelsey. Uh, well, my if daughter's name. Fan, they'd be Lennon McCartney, man. Uh, I know my daughter's <laughs> name's Kelsey. So, um, but she's a different <laughs> spelling. And actually, right now, she is giving a speech at her uh, in her public uh, speaking class at UF. So, All right. I'm hoping it goes well. Ten four on that, bro. She rehearsed hey, uh, it very hard with me, and I gave her some tips. Unfortunately, I gave her the tips that are going to make her look like an idiot, but that's okay. Oh, that's not good, man. That's as bad you are. Well, that's anyway, the, way, uh, the way I look when I give speeches. So, gotcha. But what do you think, uh, Pat? Uh, the Chiefs? You think they can beat Baltimore? And Baltimore? That's going to be tough, isn't it? It's going to be tough. And again, I, I haven't even looked at what the weather's like because I only look at the weather in here until we get to that week. Uh, I. But again, the Chiefs aren't going to be. If it's cold, they ain't, ain't going to worry about that. They they played. They're used weather. to that. Yeah, they're used to that too. So, um, look, I, I think this is a this is a statement game for Lamar Jackson, and I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Um, yeah, I'm I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I like I because I'm a Mahomes fan. That's that's yeah, me I too. Am. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, I me too. He's awesome. I I'm thinking it's probably. Going to come down to the Chiefs and uh, 49ers, but we'll see. No guarantee on that 49ers-Detroit uh, game either. I'll tell you what, man, that uh, Jamar Gibbs is sure showing how good he came from, huh? That guy's nuts, man. Let me wow. tell you what. When he was coming out of high school, and I don't know why I felt this, but I said Florida, Florida was coming out of Florida-Georgia Tech, right? And I said, yeah. hey, Florida needs to get this guy. This is a guy I think would make a difference. 
And then he went to Georgia Tech, and I'm like, why would he go to Georgia Tech? And then, of course, one year in, he goes to Alabama and ends up being a first-round draft pick. Um, I knew the guy was good. I don't know why I knew he was good. I just felt it, and uh, he's turned out to be incredible. He's he's like Harvin, man. He's got that great first step. When I laugh at first step, man, he's got a first speed. He just blew by him. He's just unreal, man. He's a... he reminds me a lot of Harvard. He's a lot smaller, but, man, he's something else. It'll be pretty good to see these last two games, how they come out. But enjoy the show, man. You have a great week, Pat. Thanks, Jake. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's going to be great to watch these games. Uh, I, I, I I, was talking about this earlier. I, I said that um, this is my – last weekend was is my favorite weekend of the year, but eh, maybe it's not the – favorite weekend of the year um it's pretty important weekend of the year um i i still go to the second weekend of the ncaa tournament as being my favorite weekend of the year you know you can put the masters weekend in there you could put but again it's just you there's only one tv to be on i i loved it today when i was talking to coach spurrier on the podcast and he said I said, you know, you got to have two TVs on. He goes, you're right. We have, we always have two TVs on. I got I got to have two TVs. And I'm like, you and I think alike, a lot alike. I was kind of stunned by that, but that anybody else had that same philosophy that if you don't have two TVs, you have no TVs. And uh, on Saturday, because we had friends over, I couldn't watch but one thing at a time, and it was very frustrating. But... We loved what happened. And I will give a shout-out to Ann Korluski and to Shannon Ooten, who uh, came over and helped my wife do what she needed to do, decorating the house. And I made them my $100 chili, and it was really good. And we still have some left. I should have brought some in. Maybe I'll bring some in tomorrow. Are you Are you going to be in tomorrow, Nick? No. When are you back? Back on Friday. Friday? I don't know if I could, it'll hold that long, but it's really good. Okay. But I'll bring some in for Jeff and let him taste it. And he'll probably complain about it because he's probably eating really good food down in the islands. So, but anyway, uh, good show today. Hey, I I just want to say one thing. Friday and Monday, uh, we did the show. Nick was here both days and did a great job. And, um, but more than anything, I appreciate all the callers who called in and, and made made it interesting for us. Um, it was fun. It's been a fun two days. Um, I don't like doing shows by myself as a rule, but you guys made it good. You guys made it fun. I had a great time doing it. So we'll be back tomorrow. Jeff should be here. If Jeff ain't here, I may not be here. <laughs> to be honest with you because I've, I've talked out my my voice has gotten a little better as the day's gone on I will say that but um, doing the podcast and the and a two hour radio show by yourself sometimes takes a stress on you but it's I'm, I'm feeling good I'm feeling good about all the great callers we'll be back tomorrow on the tailgate until then I am Pat Dooley and I am deep way back and I am out of here
WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, 